0: This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Welcome.
1: Thank you. Uh, What is your name? Madison Glover.
0: And what is your role in the line dance community?
1: My role in the line dance community has changed over the last few years. I started out uh, as a social dancer um, and then sort of merged onto the competition scene. And when I was about 14, my dad is also a line dance instructor. He gave me the opportunity to begin taking small parts of his class and beginning to teach uh, easier dances, and from there it progressed. And then, uh, once I was 16, I turned 16, I started my own classes, and um, I'm 22 now, and still have my classes. Um, so I don't compete as much anymore. So more or less, my role in the line dance community is um, more so just instructing uh, at classes, um, at workshops. Not so much competing anymore, uh, performing, judging in competitions, and that's about it.
0: And do you choreograph your own dances or teach others?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I always try to learn as many from other choreographers and instructors as I can. Uh, I find that really helps me to develop. So I think, and I think that's quite important. So many people support me, and I think uh, it's it's super important to give that support back. Um, whether they've been choreographing for uh, 15 years, 20 years, or if they're brand new to the circuit, um, you know, to give them a go. Yeah.
0: And who have been some of your inspirations in uh, in developing your own personal style?
1: Personal style, okay, so I grew up dancing alongside Simon Ward, so he has given me an absolute wealth of knowledge. Um, well, I've known him for my whole life, 22 years, and I really do owe him a lot for everything he has given me and supported me Uh, and the last five or six years I was introduced to Rachel McEnany and um, she has just really really helped me in more ways than ever before and just to I guess to see it because obviously I'm in Australia so to see it online and, um, and all sorts of social media and everything but to actually get to spend a lot of time with her um, I just gained a lot of knowledge from her and and more so this weekend too. I only met Jo Thompson this weekend and just to see her craft and um, the respect that people have for her, it's just it's phenomenal. But they're, they're an abundance of instructors and line dance personalities who have all given me something different, that have helped me and made me look at this industry and this community in... In multiple ways so um, I would say those three are primarily the ones that have really helped me um, but I do owe it to my dad as well because if if I didn't have my dad or my mum in that line dance industry um, I, I wouldn't have started and dad without dad giving me the opportunity to begin classes and to begin teaching I wouldn't be where I am today yeah
0: do you see yourself um here at events like this as a larger part of your future or is this more of a side gig?
1: I hope it is. I'm studying at university back home, the University of Wollongong in Australia and uh, it's tough trying to juggle um, both of them because I want this I want this so much but in saying that um, I also need something to fall back on in the future. So uh, I'm completing a degree in, we call it primary education, so elementary school teacher. I've been studying for four years full time now and I have one more year to go, so hopefully this time next year I will be finished. Um, there have been parts of me that have wanted to throw the towel in and say, I just want to do dance, um, but unfortunately, uh, yeah, I just I just know and I've had a lot of people in my ear and give me really good advice that, um, that I really should Just have it as a backup whether I use it next week or next year or you know five years or never I've still I've still got it Mm. just in case and um, whether it be um, because of physically if I if I hurt myself or you know if I can't dance or health wise I know that I have that there Mm. yeah
0: so you mentioned uh, that Simon and Rachel have each influenced you Mm
1: -hmm.
0: where do you find yourself uh, either in creating dances or in teaching dances sort of channeling things that uh, they have also done or have uh, offered as advice for you to do?
1: Two things that I think, oh, sorry, one thing that I think they both do extremely well is their their musicality. Hmm. How they listen to the music, how they hit more or less every beat um, in that music and I think that really just makes it in a dance. If you can, you can feel each beat and there are so many um, choreographers that can, can do that But having more uh, involvement with both of them, I guess, um, just their musicality and their craft when they are choreographing, you can tell that it is quality. Um, A lot of time has gone into it to make it the standard of which they produce.
0: And who do you consider your peers? Since those, I I suppose, would be more in mentor roles, who do you see as being in the same sort of struggle or the, the same boat as you? where you are in your line dance path?
1: Um, I think in terms of people, well, new kids on the block, people that are, that are rising through, there's so much talent. Um, you know, there's um, Gary O'Reilly, Shane McKeever, Linda McCormack, Amy Glass, you know, these, these new kids on the block that are coming through and it's so great. Uh, it, I'd say it is kind of like a healthy competition because, you know, we've got all these great mentors around us that are really pushing us to go to go forward, and um, and it's it's really good to have them people in the scene that are that are really really striving, and they're, and they're doing really well. They're doing really well. So yeah, I'd say them them four that are on the tail, they're really good.
0: And what have you learned from uh, what they what what approach they're taking with their lessons and choreography?
1: One thing is that the four that I just mentioned are all completely different. Mm. Which is amazing because they are all putting their own flavour into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is quite hard, you know, to copy, um, you know, one another. I think it's, what they bring to the table is so rich and it's so important because they're all bringing something different. You know, their style—it could be country, it could be alternate music, uh, it could be technique, it could be a standard country line dance. They are all so different and. Uh, That's what this community needs. It needs that variety just to to mix it up and and keep it alive. And and so far, it's working, yeah. Mm
0: And with, I guess, uh, at your age, it's probably unusual for other 22-year-olds to have folks all around the world know who they are, know their name, and then come up afterwards after classes for photos. And I don't know if you've had autographs or anything like that. Uh, What keeps you grounded and uh, what makes you feel normal
1: it's a great question Um, i guess i'm just very very appreciative of the opportunities and whether it's at an event on this you know larger scale or if it's at a little country hall with 25 people um, i just have to remind myself of like you said there aren't too many 22 year olds that get to travel through dance and you know a lot of people say that um, what me and what instructors do how much we give them but I think what they forget is how much they give us that. Um, there's no better feeling than, you know, today just stepping off that workshop stage. And yes, they, you know, they give you compliments and like you said, photos and, and hugs and all the rest. And um, it's quite moving for me. And I, I find it, especially when I when I finish the event and I go and I sit and look through my phone at the videos and the photos and, you know, Facebook posts. Um, and it just re- it really hits home. It really hits home because... And I know I don't speak for myself, and others instructors will say this too, but a lot of work does go into it. And uh, when things start to pay off, it, it really sinks in, and um, one one really big you know, important factor is my family um, do keep me grounded. I've got great friends back home through school um, and sport, and I have two great parents and three older brothers who, uh, I think have really grounded me and, and kept me on that level. Yeah.
0: And having this fresh perspective that you do, Mm -hmm. what new ideas do you have or have you seen from others that you hope will take off in the future? Because there is the way that things have been done for however long they've been done. Yeah. But then uh, with things like social media, technology that uh, wasn't around before, Mm -hmm. uh, the way that we're able to interact now and the way we're able to teach now, is there anything that, that you think will help the scene as far as like maybe getting new people into it or helping people learn faster, um, anything at all that you think uh, is new and exciting in the world of line dance that -hmm. that you would like to see more of?
1: Social media for me has been huge. And I know a lot of people do, um, you know, diss Facebook and social media and say that, you know, it's not used appropriately. But for me, it has been such a powerful tool um, in terms of, you know, when I was first starting out, people were putting up videos of, of me teaching and um, videos of performances and, you know, and I, you know all the way in, back in the home in Australia, how would someone in the States have picked that up? And many years ago, you know, the Line Dancer magazine was great for that exposure um, and unfortunately this year it, it did fold. Uh, however, they still are on Line Dancer web um, online, which is great and they're still promoting this industry and they're doing a fantastic job of that. Um, but I, I really do believe that, that social media is a great tool and, and, you know, every day the other instructors from all around the world are, are posting their videos at, at socials, at dance events, at their classes, you know, whether it's in their lounge room doing a demo of it. Um, it all helps. And like I said, if you can just take on board what they're doing or, and add that own flavour to it and uh, just keep building on your knowledge. And what I found very helpful this weekend... Um, for me, is being able to go to other teachers' workshops. Um, I've, you know, I've been to to Guyton's, Joe Thompson's, Simon's, Chris Watson's, and just to learn. Even if it's one thing that's different that I can either adapt to or um, you know implement for my classes, and it just it just helps me. It's like a constantly evolving a cycle, I guess. That's um, that it is just it's just an amazing thing, and I think. Um, going to different events you, you get that exposure to so much so many opportunities so yeah I, I really do think that I'm, I'm a big fan of the, of the social media and Facebook as a, as a tool for success
0: And yeah. You seem like you're not afraid to learn or to work hard where do you get that sense of work ethic and uh, the ability to push yourself
1: um, I'm always, not only through dance I'm always just trying to better myself whether it be sports, studies um, and obviously dance as the priority. And um, I just think with, with great people around me, they're the ones that are building me up and are, are supporting me and giving me the energy to want to keep pushing myself. And this isn't, you know, yes, it is a hobby. Um, and, you know, somebody said to me last night, it was quite funny, they said, um, have you actually had the chance to enjoy yourself or are you just strictly working? And I said, well, I don't look at this as work. I enjoy it so damn much. I said, I don't look at it as work. So I said, I'm having a ball, absolute ball. And um, yeah, like I said, they give me so much. And that just keeps me going. My my feet are sore, my back sore, my body's aching. It's Saturday. We started the event on Tuesday. But when I look out there and see everyone else that's still going, and you know, some of them are double my age sometimes. Three times my age, um, it really it gives me a kick. It does. It does and builds me up. Mm-hmm.
0: What sorts of dances and styles would you say are within your comfort zone? What you're most um, uh, a- able to jump into, and which ones are out of your comfort zone that you like to try anyway, just yeah. to just to break out of that self mold?
1: Yeah, I, I was talking about this yesterday. One thing that I found quite difficult is that um when I did when I was growing up I did you know when I was six and eight years old I did the standard jazz tap hip-hop but I only did it for maybe you know two years and um just kept line dancing so I am a I I am a boot scooter and I was certainly saying yesterday I really wish that I'd kept going and tried as many styles as I can and I think that would have that would have helped me a lot more, um, especially now, and that's why I'm I'm trying to absorb as much as I can, in terms of different styles and um, throwing myself into things that I would never have done three years ago. Three years ago, I'll be honest, I was um, you know anti-styling, anti you know arms Why? because I was afraid, I was out of my comfort zone. Um, I didn't have anyone back home. Really, that was um pushing me or giving me the knowledge that I needed to know and um yeah I could that would primarily be the reason I was out of my comfort zone and that's why I didn't want to do it and then the tables kind of turned and then I just wanted to take on as much as I could so um one thing I would like like I said before that I'm not comfortable doing um like lyrical, so I'm, I'm really interested to take Guyton's workshop, his final workshop in the USA this weekend. And I think he's he's really encouraging me to go too because he knows it's something I'm not used to. And for him to say that to me is, is awesome because he knows me, he knows that it's out of my comfort zone. And he's like, You better be there for it. And, um, and I think things I really do like, um, I'd probably say. I've learned some really cool West Coast style and dances this weekend, so I'd um, I like to say it because it's different. We don't do much of it back home, so to do it over here is you know as much as I can. I'm, I'm I'm trying to absorb that. So yeah.
0: Are there any hooks that you recall seeing in dances or anything that, um, that made you want to learn specific dances so that, uh, like, I mean, we can only store so many in our in our yeah. brain and body. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any that you remember seeing? and thinking, oh, I want my body to do that. Like,
1: oh, got to jump
0: in on this class.
1: There's, there's so many. Um, yeah, there's so, so many to name and all, of all different styles, you know, whether it be just back home or um, or overseas, doesn't matter where. I'm just trying to think of one in particular that I was really like, well, I will say this weekend, actually, uh, Guy and the Chains Do Something Crazy would, when I first saw her, you know, I thought oh, I won't be able to do that. I won't get around to it. And then uh, it was like, oh, I really want to do that. Come this weekend. But there, yeah, there isn't. I mean, there's so many that that I do see it. Um, I do see events. Big fan of Rachel stuff. Huge fan. Um, so, if anything, I'd probably say certain choreographers, um, dancers that I that I do look at, and I'm like, I have to do that. I have to learn that. But yeah, I can't think of one. Sorry, in particular, it's that really grabs my thoughts at the moment. If I do, I'll sorry. get back to you on that one.
0: Okay. Do you remember uh, if if there was a specific dance that made you decide you wanted to choreograph, not just learn dances, not just teach other people's dances, but anything that made you decide I I need to bring something new mm-hmm. and then contribute that to the, the field?
1: Well. I think my first dance I ever choreographed was when I was nine years old, and oh, wow. it was with um, Simon Ward, and it was called Traveling Soldier by the Dixie Chicks, mm. and um, he was around for dinner one night, and I just played him this song, and I was like, hey, I want to do a dance to this, and the song is quite sad, it's about the American troops, and is um, that special someone's going to come home or not, and uh, and he was kind of like, what, what, you know, this nine-year-old girl wants to do this, this morbid song and um, it took off back home and it really well, hit home with a lot of people, the lyrics of the song. And then um, my brother was actually quite a successful choreographer back home, Kurt Glover, and he did a lot of more so competition stuff, line dance stuff, and, um, and I guess he, he really taught me a lot as well and with, he choreographed quite a few dances back in the day and, uh, and then I just started and then did some and finally got picked up for my first workshop and um, what really kicked me off was a dance among it was a, just a little 32 count beginner dance called Rocket to the Sun and um, it, it really took off for me and I think that's where it all started um, and it wasn't so much um, the credit I got for it, it was just once I knew that people actually were teaching and it was like maybe I could do some more, maybe some other dancers could get picked up and, um, and thankfully they have. Mm
0: -hmm. It's one thing to like songs and and to to listen to them in the car. What makes you decide this song needs a dance and you need to be the one to make it?
1: It doesn't always have to necessarily be different and right out there. Um, Something that always grabs me is um, before listening or counting the phrasing or anything like that before saying yay or nay. I'm a huge country fan so usually country music is is a go-to for me i 'm um, always listening to it always looking for it um, and in australia there is there is quite the demand for it mm. and and I think I always try and touch back onto the country because that 's what I fell in love with when I first started line dancing that 's what got me hooked you know hot tamales um, that was that was my favorite and still is still is I love doing it you know them kind of dances that really really got me hooked and um, I always try and touch base with that because I know that's what drove me to, you know, to keep dancing all these years later and still doing them, I, I just get such a kick out of them that it, take, it takes me back to so special memories, special people. Um, but yeah, the rhythm of it, and like I said, in, if it's in my comfort zone, I, but I always try and push it, but um, yeah, more or, less, more or less say, yeah, obviously, something different, but not, not too out there. And I always go by what my class is like um, back home so, yeah, more or less when I choreograph, I do choreograph for my own, my own classes back home. I have t- two classes and my dad has five. So, um, yeah, I always try and, try and work with that.
0: How do you know when a dance is done? Like, it's so easy to second-guess yourself and go back and make changes and then wish you hadn't released the step sheet. Yep. How do you know when it, it's as good as it can be?
1: Uh, I, I released a dance and I taught one dance this weekend called Last Chance Dance and... Some dances just work, you know. Some dances can come together in the kitchen in five minutes or in the car in 15 minutes and, you know, you get back onto a a floor and actually do it and change bits and pieces. But Last Chance Dance um, really took a lot. It's my mum's favorite song. The song is Save the Last Dance for Me. And uh, it's my mum's favorite song and her favorite dance is Smoky Places, the classic. And I wanted to merge both of those aspects um, for her so I took it apart and I choreographed it and I took parts out and I knew what I wanted I could I could see it my feet just <laughs> wouldn't do it so I it took me up to two months and that that is rare you know and I, I couldn't get the restart in I had, couldn't change the direction I couldn't get the weight change and I chopped and changed it so many times to the point where I was like right I'm done. I'm not doing it anymore. And then um I was just I was too, I was stubborn <laughs> and then I got back onto it and um once I finished it I knew I knew there was a reason why I kept chopping and changing it because um I'm quite pleased with the product of it now. Yeah. And right. you I knew it wasn't right and I didn't want to release something I wasn't happy with, so yeah.
0: I'm glad also that you mentioned your classes because one struggle that I know a lot of folks have is gaining New beginners, like mm-hmm. obtaining new beginners into their class, and keeping them
1: oh, into yeah.
0: intermediates. Yeah, because once you're intermediate, you're pretty much hooked. It's done yeah. for you. You're just you're in line dance forever. Mm-hmm. Um, how have you seen successes in your own classes or in those of your families um, with both of those those two uh, challenges?
1: Patience. <laughs> <laughs> Patience is the absolute key, and. Um, you know with I, I have a beginner's class and I have an improver class I don't actually teach intermediates back home mm. unless it's um, unless I'm teaching for my dad or if he says you know if, if you see something overseas bring it back come and teach it and I'm at most of his classes anyway um, but I think patience is the absolute key and beginners for me is a huge component um, drawing new blood into this sport is is just as important as well as maintaining the people that are in the sport because without these new people coming through um, you know we don't know if these people that have been dancing for years are, are going to stay forever and, and it's great to get this new blood in. Recently this year at class we've had an influx of people in their you know um, late 30s up to early 60s and you know we back home we call that the, the young people coming through and it's and it's so great to see because they've given the class this lift, um, and I think for them to be constantly, yeah, coming through, coming through the ranks. You know, I've got some people in my class that they don't want to move on. They they are beginners. They they've been with me, you know, it's, since I was 16, and they're happy with that. They just want that level. But what's really great is that you know people are coming in saying, you know, we watched this dance on YouTube. Can we, can we learn this we, we saw this on your website we saw this you taught this dance on, your, on Facebook on the weekend um, where, where can we learn that and now it's like well my, my dad has another class and, you know it's next level it will be tough for the first six, eight weeks however long it takes but we're, we're encouraging it now and um, to, yeah like you said it's so important to, to once, they're, once they've sucked into it I guess to keep them keep them motivated keep them um, feeling important and um and valued i think but like i said patience is the key that's why i have the beginners class and my dad doesn't have them anymore <laughs>
0: mm.
1: so yeah mm. great question yeah okay. it's important
0: and for folks that want to do what you do mm-hmm. what path would you recommend you mentioned you you've got classes back home you've done competitions how would somebody become an instructor at vegas dance explosion
1: uh, some others will beg to differ, I know with this part, but I found that with me teaching at classes so often, um, you know more experienced instructors may not agree with this, and you know they've been around for a long time, which is brilliant and but I think for me who's someone who's, who is a, I'm just emerging you know, onto the scene now it's it's important for me for my classes to know what works well, um, know what doesn't. Um, certain teaching points. Um, feedback I get from the class, uh, responses and trying to interact a little bit of humour into the workshop so it's not um, strictly learning and, um, and, and no fun, I think a little bit of fun has to be had but uh, I think for me having classes has really helped me a lot. So like I said people might agree with that because I know there are so many highly talented and successful instructors who no longer have classes anymore. Um, which is fine, um, but I think for me the classes have has really helped a lot, really really helped a lot. Do
0: you have any travel tips or secrets, things that have made your life easier, that uh, that'll help others who want to hop from event to event, either as uh, dancers or instructors?
1: I'm going to be very contradictory here, and I'm going to say sleep, <laughs> because I have had none all week. <laughs> but um, but I think I think that helps and. Um, you know, obviously eating right, and like, if, if you've got back-to-back events, it's it's so hard, and it's so hard being away, and you know, especially in America at the moment, the deep-fried food, I'm loving it, but obviously it's it's not helping me energy-wise, and and uh, and yeah, so I think the combination of those two things and um, will re- really help you. Depends though, if it's just a one-off event, do what you like. True. <laughs> do whatever, but I know you know. I'm in I'm in the states this week, and uh, next week I fly to Barcelona, mm-hmm. and then I'm in England, and then straight to Japan and home for Christmas and New Year with the family. So it's a big trip, and I know this is just the beginning of it. But I know in a few more weeks' time I will be um, ready to have a few weeks off, <laughs> relaxed time with the family and, and friends, and make the most of the holiday season
0: You mentioned uh, the fried food. One of my friends uh, submitted a question: Mm. What is your guilty pleasure outside of dance?
1: Guilty pleasure? Wow. Um, I would probably say food. Hmm. (laughs) Food. Um, The the worst thing is of a night, so I could have danced all night, Mm. and then once the ballroom closes, it's kind of like, all right, we're hungry now, and it just (laughs) wears it all off. so I would definitely say um, food is the guilty pleasure. Mm. Guilty pleasure. But uh, it wasn't too bad, you know, when I was first going through my teenage years, but now I'm 22 and I think it's all catching up to me, though, so I have to be uh, I have to be more aware of that. Mm.
0: Yeah. All right. Another friend of mine uh, submitted the question, what can you not live without?
1: Wow. Are we talking about, like... Um, Objects or family members, or <laughs>
0: in general in life. Well, ob- if obviously, if you obviously my family. It, okay.
1: um, but I'm going to say my phone. Really? <laughs> yeah, my phone. Um, for many reasons, I guess. Um, the most important one for me is photos. Mm. It, and it sounds it sounds a little bit boring, but um, quite often I just like to sit and go through my phone and, and just look at videos and photos from just from life and I have four beautiful nephews and um, just to look back on them and, and all the memories I've had through dance over the years and um, the other big thing is music I've got all my music on here and um, music is such a powerful um, tool I guess it's just it's something that really I get lost in mm-hmm. um, so I've got my photos I've got my music on here. And obviously um, my connections with the rest of the world through Facebook and social media, Instagram, Snapchat. Um, so yeah, i panic. If, if my phone goes out of sight for like more than an hour and I don't know where it is, uh, it really scares me. You know, it's backed up, but it's still it's in, it's in the palm of my hand now. Yeah. Hmm. So I'd probably say, um, yeah, my phone. Okay.
0: And speaking of all that social media, how would people get in contact with you? What's the best way people can find you?
1: Best way. Um, my email address is on the bottom of all my step sheets, um, as long as you know, alongside my website. Mm-hmm. So I've got my email address my website um, and Facebook. Facebook's readily there. Um, so yeah, I'd probably say those three.
0: Okay. And a couple of final questions to mm-hmm. uh, send you off to. I guess this is your lunch hour right now. Yeah,
1: food. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you see in the future of line dance? And if it's different, what would you like to see in the future of line dance?
1: That's a tough question. Mm. That's a tough question. Um, whatever's going on at the moment seems to be working.
0: Really? Mm.
1: And obviously things are going to progress and advance. And I know um, some people, I guess, and I would say out of their comfort zones as well, like, like just like I was, Um and when they're talking about country music. And like I said, I'm a huge country girl. And, and I'd like to see more of it on the scene. Even though things are evolving and progressing forward with all modern music, I'd actually see a little more country coming back. Hmm. I would. I would. And even though I'm enjoying dancing to whatever makes me feel good, but um, I'd like to see the country come back a little bit more.
0: Okay. And assuming you have the ear of gajillions of line dancers out all across the planet and universe right now What would and you can take these individually if you'd like uh, what would you ask of the dancers, the DJs um, the choreographers in your field, the instructors the event managers, what are the different things that you might want to ask them now that you have the, the venue to do so
1: um okay uh that's, that's another tough one you've got some good ones here um, i actually really like I've got some time now you know I've finished, finished my workshops for the day just to talk to instructors and like I said they're all so different um, you know what what has worked for them mm. what has made them successful what are some things that they can pass on to me to keep in mind um, when I'm approaching new events and, and new ideas and yeah, more so, what can I take on board? What can I learn from that? I'm always wanting to learn. Um, you know, constructive feedback, whether it's, like I said, good or bad, I'm going to learn from it. Uh, from the dancers, um, what, what they like, even just observing at other workshops, um, their body language. Body language is so important, you can just, if you can read it. Um, yeah, I just more so talk to the dancers and um, see what they're enjoying about the weekend, what the, what workshops they've been enjoying, why, what, you know, technique, was it technique classes, um, feedback is just it's great, it's great for anybody I guess, and like I said, constructive criticism, feedback, it all helps, and um, yeah, so I'd really like to take the time out now to yeah seriously talk with some instructors about those factors and, and how I can be better, how I can keep improving, and yeah. Um, yeah keep striving for success because i love what i do absolutely love what i do and if i can keep doing it i'll be um, the happiest girl in the world
0: yeah one final question here we go what dance do you think everyone should learn right now old on you. any
1: oh wow
0: you can give your runners up as well
1: i can i can give runners up Favorite for the weekend—it's um, been a dance by Scott Blevins and Joe Thompson, and it's Keep It Grooving. And um, and every time that comes on this weekend, it's or I see it on the screen in the three different boardrooms <laughs> I'm I'm trying to run. Um, it's choreographed so well, and it feels good. It feels like I'm dancing, and you know, not stepping. It's it's choreographed so well. Um, there's quite a few this weekend one to like a party dance with, you know, do something crazy with Guyton and Shane. That's just that's just an all around fun dance, performance dance. Um, if we're going old school, my absolute go to is um, hot tamales. It's there's actually photos of me um, by the local newspaper back home at a place called the Yellow Wool Shed back on the south coast of Australia and um yeah, there's photos of me quite a young age, uh, in my my big cowboy hat, the cowgirl boots, denim overalls, just barely walking and um, doing doing the, the hot tamales. So it's yeah, that's always that's always my go-to, and it takes me back, it takes me back, and makes me appreciate um, where I came from, where I started. So I'd say I'd say that, and I'm going to walk away from this interview and 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 think of. Things that I probably should have mentioned. I'm a big fan of Pieces at the moment. Dustin oh, Bat's great, great kid. I shouldn't say kid; he's probably <laughs> older than me. Great guy. Um, he's someone to watch out for on the dance scene as well. But yeah, you know, I've got got so many, so many over the years that um, yeah, I really love, really love Alright.
0: Well, thank you so much for. You are welcome. Out thank you so down, much for asking me. I hope to appreciate see a lot more of you in the years to come.
1: I hope so. Thank you.